Are you ready? Sure. I'm not. <laughs> well, then we won't start, will we? Hmm. Sounds like a you problem. How rude. I'm not wrong, am I? Cullen had a problem and a microphone to spare. Thomas took it up and so the podcast went to air. For weeks and months they trolled through every single DVD. They've unwrapped all the ones they can and now they're cellulose free. Now they're cellulose free. Hello dear listener and welcome to Cellulose Free. My name is Colin and with me as always my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. What have I been up to? What have you been up to? I don't know. That's why I asked you. Oh, well, I know that you've been playing some Euro Truck Simulator. Oh, only a little bit um, today. But the rest of the week is a blank. Uh, you did, did you varnish some chairs? I did varnish some chairs. Okay. See, this yeah. is why I asked you what I've been up to. I, I'm not going to be much helpful beyond that. No. Um, no. No. Good. So what have you been up to? What have I been up to? I bought 10 hair ties, an HDMI cable, and a Blu-ray of No Time to Die. And that was my week. And a partridge in a pear tree. No. 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 I also bought uh, the entirety of the 12 Monkeys TV series on Blu-ray, but that won't arrive for a a little while yet. I'm... I don't know why, but I'm actually looking forward to watching that. Right. If I'm allowed to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Just a matter of finding the time. Which is crazy because uh, I, I know that it was streaming for some time. It was. And I didn't take advantage of that. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the first three series were on Netflix, and then they came off Netflix, and then the whole thing was on SBS On Demand, and then came off SBS On Demand. And now it's in a, a big box. Streaming limbo. A big box that will be here in, I am told, March. Right. Which isn't that long ago. Long away. Early March. Wow. That's like next week, isn't it? What's the date today? A little, it's the 23rd. A little less early than that. Right. <laughs> the, the week after You maybe. cannot deny that... Early March is next week. No. No, you can't. So yeah, that'll that'll arrive. Apparently it's coming all the way from Brisbane. Wow. Yeah. Cool. A Madman release, apparently. Is that right? Yeah. Wasn't expecting to see that on the Amazon page. No, but... I wasn't expecting a kind of Spanish Inquisition. <sighs> Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. The bit continues. It does. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, we ain't been doing nothing. No. Um, so, we'll, we'll move straight on mm. into this uh, Twilight Zone type uh, scenario where I have no idea. So, my youngest son asked, so what are we watching tonight? And I had to say to him, well, Thomas did say, but I have no idea. Yeah, I... I <laughs> it... My explanation wasn't very helpful in telling you what these things are, no. uh, because I didn't have um, a summary in front of me, and I still don't really have a summary in front <laughs> of me, but 
Um, welcome to a, a weird format break in which we have ourselves a double header. We do. Uh, which will result in a, a triple header podcast. Yes, we've decided to break this one up. Um, so <laughs> we'll watch the first one, have a bit of a chat and natter about it, mm. and then watch the second one. Mm. They are sufficiently far enough removed uh, from each other right, for that to be a reasonable thing to do. Are they from the same artist? They are from the same artist, right. yes. Okay. So right. what, what am I in for? So, uh, first reel. Mm-hmm. We are going to be watching Don Hertzfeld's uh, compilation of free shorts. This is an edited together compilation, apparently a, a seamless edit. Okay. Uh, of his shorts series, It's Such a Beautiful Day, which is about a character named Bill who is not having a great time. Right. What genre is it? Is it animated or is it Wikipedia live action? Wikipedia it... classifies it as experimental animated. <laughs> Good. Uh, so, I, as I say, I have no idea what I mean. Yeah. Um, my my chin may well be dragging on the the floor by the end of this. I, I don't know. So, is there a? Did you do a plot synopsis after all of that, or is there a plot what? synopsis? The the danger of my experience mm. with experimental films is that a lot of them don't have a plot. <laughs> it it does have a plot, right? That that much I remember from seeing it on Netflix. I think one time, I've just got it. So I've, when you saw it on Netflix, was it three separate things? I think it was. Stuff? I think it was the edited together. Oh, okay. Version of it. Still, which we are uh, watching today, and I'm, I'm I'm still searching for for some sort of reasonable synopsis. <laughs> All right, there we. <laughs> Bill struggles to put together his shattered psyche in this new feature film version of Don Hertzfeld's animated short film trilogy. Right. Thanks, IMDb, for that one-sentence description. So, um, for our dear listener, and for me, who yeah. is Don? Uh, Don Hertzfeld is a uh, American animator who has done all sorts of short films. The Academy Award winning... I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure Academy Award winning uh, Rejected, which was a collection of supposedly... Rejected uh, animated commercials right. for various companies that got very weird. Also, did a couch gag for The Simpsons once. Oh, okay. Uh, which was also very weird and definitely along the same lines. Uh, uh, we're talking the the traditional opening where yes. they all end up on the couch, or and something happens. And something happens, right? Yes. The only full episodes of The Simpsons that I have watched have been in unsubtitled German. Uh, directly, directly or shortly before watching an episode of Schlag den Star. And it's like, I'm already up. I don't have anything to do. Flip it on. Oh, look, it's The Simpsons. It's always on beforehand. 
I, I don't know whether I would suggest uh, remedying that and watching some episodes of The Simpsons in English. <laughs> well, they were uh, in, in the four original by, tongue, but they were in four by three, which I'm led to believe means the the good era. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends, because um, when Disney took possession of them, they widescreened it and cut off bits mm. and things like that and caused all sorts of madness and confusion and upset to the yeah. diehard Simpsons fans. So. You, you can watch the 4 by 3 ones in 4 by 3 again now. Good, but, um, good. Anyway. <laughs> and all sorts of other shorts that I haven't actually watched, but do exist somewhere on one of the two Blu-rays that I have in front of me. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, I think I've delayed and postponed and put off heading into this <laughs> unknown territory. So, <laughs> real one, it's such a beautiful day. It is. It's about 28 degrees out there still. Yeah, yeah sure Oh, is. you mean, sorry. Yeah. Yes, the, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thomas is going to open the case. He's going to take the disc out in all its shiny Blu-ray Kickstarter goodness. Mm. He's going to put it into the machine. We're going to watch it, and then we're going to uh, come back and talk about it. Yeah. And we'll catch you on this flip side. Turn to side B. No, we're not ready for that. We have to watch the other disc before we turn to side no, B. No, that, that's, that's, that's on side C. That's on a separate oh, cassette. You are such a mongrel. Yeah. <laughs> So, what did you think? Well... You have just experienced art. I have. It's actually a really bizarre feeling of deja vu. Right. Yeah. Um, at, at least the, the feeling that I got through watching that. Um, way back in the dim dark past, mm -hmm. SBS... Yep. Had a show called Eat Carpet. Yeah. I was going to say it was before your time, but they finished broadcasting in 2005. So mm -hmm. it, it was still running when you were born. It was a one hour show that, from recollection, it was either on a Friday night or a Saturday night. And it consisted entirely of th this is what Wikipedia says up to a dozen short films shot by amateur directors or film students from all over the world. An estimated 3,000 films ranging from 2 to 24 minutes duration were broadcast over the course of the series that went between 1989 to 2005. And was replaced with another show that went for about a decade. Yeah, and this would have fit right in. And I was just totally engrossed in the carpet because there was just a, such a diversity and certainly quality and appeal varied greatly. There were some shorts that were just absolutely enthralling to me. All of the short films I, I would consider had artistic merit. Mm -hmm. um, but there were certainly ones that grabbed me more than the, than others did. Um, this fit in extremely well into that category. Um, right. If this, this had appeared on Eat Carpet, I would have watched it. That being said, 
mm-hmm. I think I would have appreciated it more in its three separate stages. Mm-hmm. And, and yet I'm I'm questioning that myself already in, in that, okay, it was an hour long once mm-hmm. it was all put together. And watching that evolution, I really am of two minds as to if I had seen it. Because there was like four years between the first two? 2006, 2008, and 2011. Okay. I don't, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to determine whether, okay, if I'd watched that in like a... Uh, a twenty-minute uh, each is like a, a twenty-minute-ish. I don't, I don't know how it it, it was uh, originally. It is roughly twenty minutes each. Yeah. Okay. Um, whether I would have whether it ended on a cliffhanger <laughs> or 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 what, but it the progression was also good to. I don't know whether I'm making any sense here at all. But it was good to watch that progression from start to finish. But I think I also would have appreciated it as the three separate. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm indecisive and now I'm not so sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's helpful. Yeah. What did you think? I had forgotten much of the content of the film since I watched it. It's it's no longer on any streaming services yep. here, but um, it didn't quite grab me until the second part started up, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. But as a whole, it it is a striking depiction of the mental deterioration of this character who we get to know over the course of the hour. Yeah. And certainly uh, that that first half was, is this going somewhere? Mm. And then the second half said, oh, yeah, it definitely is. And, and so it did. <laughs> and so it did. That being said, I am disappointed that Bill uh-huh. did not end up meeting a train. <laughs> I... <laughs> I was I was fully expecting that the family uh, tradition was growing quite strong, and then later it is implied that maybe there weren't so many trains in this family's history. It's yeah, it's quite a bizarre film. The things your mind makes up when it has gaps to fill. Yeah, in enthralling. It, it really was. Um, I'm curious to know what, uh, when we call Daniel back in, I'm going to yeah. ask him what, what he thought of it. Yeah. Uh, but, but yes, it, it is a, a, a progression of uh, a, a crumbling mind mm. and also the uncertainty of what is actually crumbling here, mm. um, whether it is a physical deterioration or a mental deterioration and whether there is a difference between the two. Very audio-visually intense in places. Yes. Some flashing lights in there. Yep. Some loud overlapping sounds. Yes. Again, very much at home in the e-carpet. So it was funny with your description of it that thought of that was what I was going to be in for 
didn't even spring to mind. And I was very hesitant, I guess, to mm-hmm. plun- plunge into the unknown here. But suddenly to to make that connection and, and feel at home and sort of rushed back to what is bizarrely a happy place, which which is... Mm. Uh, completely contradictory because this film is not a happy film. There, there is <laughs> there are certainly levels of um, chuckles uh, mm. in there, and yet it, it it is quite a sad. There are moments of joy, but it's not a f- joyful film. No, no. So uh, an experimental animated uh, mixed media type of of deal, um, an, an auditory and visual experimental film. Yeah, but I, I loved it. I, I guess I haven't even mentioned that the writing is what made it what mm. it was. Because in, in a lot of ways, it, that could have been just an audio play mm. going on and it would have worked. But with the, the, the visual element as well, it just... Elevated? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So the whole film was produced uh, on an old 35mm Rostron camera. Yep. And the last chapter, also called It's Such a Beautiful Day, was produced in the, the absolute death throes of this camera. The motor was, was running down and wasn't quite working anymore. So for Don's next project, mm-hmm. as we move on, because we do need to move on. We do need to move on. For his next project, he comes to the conclusion that he needs to learn some digital techniques. And so he starts producing a series called World of Tomorrow. One of those is on the Blu-ray for It's Such a Beautiful Day. But as has been mentioned, I bought a Blu-ray with all three that currently exist. And so we're going to be watching that. Like It's Such a Beautiful Day, it's a bit experimental, mm-hmm. but it's digitally animated and it's a science fiction piece. Right. Which <laughs> has been cobbled together from the ramblings of Mr. Hertzfeld's uh, four-year-old and then five-year-old niece, and then added plot to make that make uh-huh. sense, yep. because the four-year-olds and five-year-olds... <laughs> don't no no they don't so thomas is going to take that disc Mm. out of its case he's going to put it in the machine and then uh no doubt he's going to ask me what i thought Mm. so we'll catch on the flip side of side c yes which is on on a different if if (laughs) (laughs) i gotcha side c it's on side c Ah. We'll see you on side C. Yeah, but wouldn't you be saying turn to side D? No, because we're still on side B right now. Oh, okay. So we're turning to side C, which is on a different piece of physical media. Okay, we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side C. <laughs> you mongrel. So what did you think? That's a great question. Um, because <laughs> you thought you were going to get me again, didn't you? <laughs> well, I'm not sure if I had actually watched the first one of these, as I had assumed, but right. I have now seen all of them. You have, so, as have um, I. Yeah, uh, what we have just done is watched another bit over an hour 
of short films on the nature of memory. Yes. Is there a theme? I there think there is. There might be a theme. Yes. And you know what else is on this Blu-ray of World of Tomorrow? What is that? A, another short presented as a monologue by Don Hertzfeld titled On Memory, <laughs> which is about... Any guesses? Uh, no any, idea. No, it's it's about memory. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's explicitly about memory. You have evaded the question, though. I have evaded the question. I think I had a good time. It gets a little convoluted in the third episode. Yeah, um, I, I think the third episode, it veered off in a direction that I possibly wouldn't have gone. Mm. I don't know. I'll be keeping up. I'll see what happens next. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I really did quite enjoy the first two mm. uh, the the third one it felt forced it didn't have quite the interesting uh, i didn't say natural flow because <laughs> but i i think the source material that the plot was based around in the first two was stronger mm-hmm. and because he departed from that he got another talent in that I suspect he got less direction from. Would that be fair to say? I don't know. I don't know, actually. I'd have to go back and look at things and see what was yeah. what was going through his head. Can I ascertain what nationality he is? Uh, American. Right. He's an American. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the niece sounded Scottish, maybe? Uh, and I, I mean that that's that's <laughs> that's entirely possible. Yeah. Um, uh, and the other adult actor was English, or at least had an English accent. So it was a, a bit of a departure, and, and trying to get my head around where he was actually located was an interesting position, um, or something. I don't know. It's been a long, yeah. long session. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I did find that less satisfactory all mm-hmm. up to the the first one but yeah. but I think that is possibly mainly due to the third segment which I mm-hmm. just I, I struggled with and I think he did too well he intends to keep making more of them so yep don't know how much there is to read into that no <laughs> no no that said mm. it is all building on each other yep we establish some concepts in the first and then we build on them in the second, and then we get convoluted, but continue to build on and add add to this tale. There are some good parts in that third episode, but I don't think it stands as strongly. No. No. No, and in fact, I think it was possibly the last five minutes that I felt that maybe it was because my brain was uh, a little... Mm. weary by that stage but it got really confusing to me i don't know whether I, you, you followed the I, sequence I followed of events it, but, right um, okay but it was convoluted yep. yes yeah I, I did ask daniel what he thought of the first one when he came in to watch the second one and his encapsulation and summary is interesting and thought-provoking and what did he say about the... Uh, less thought-provoking, more story? Yes. Which doesn't make sense to me, <laughs> because they both clearly had story. I think there was possibly a more deliberate structure in these last three than mm. 
than the first. The first flowed more, almost as poetry, I think. It was, mm. and very much more a monologue. Um, that's possibly where he's getting the story from, uh, in that the first one was a monologue, the second one was a script. Uh, mm. a, a dialogue. A dialogue, yes. <laughs> There was something that I did miss from my notes from the, the first segment. Because I moved too quickly. You did. You just ploughed straight into this second segment. But And I, I don't know whether it's worth bringing up, but there was mention with Bill in his treatments where he was put on an IV drip, and he mentioned that the IV drip produced tastes in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And that is a very definite thing. E- even when you donate plasma there is a solution that they replace Mm. the volume of your plasma with and when that goes back in it creates both a cooling sensation in your body but it creates a a weird taste in the mouth as well Uh, it's it's quite uh, it's not unpleasant it's just unusual because suddenly you're you're getting sensations in your mouth that nothing physically mm-hmm. you're not consciously taking anything into your mouth to produce that. It's weird. Uh, speaking of weird, that was that was that was weird. I really really loved how he formulated the stories around the dialogue of his niece. Mm-hmm. who was so young. Yes. Um, it worked. It really, really worked. And, and that that is possibly where the third was missing. The first of the um, three episodes of World of Tomorrow was produced in 2015. Yep. And the next, in, uh, The Burden of Other People's Thoughts in 2017. And then The Absent Destinations of David Prime in 2020. So by that point... <laughs> Uh, you don't have a four-year-old niece. You have a nine- or ten-year-old yep. niece, which is not quite so useful for random no. dialogue. No, that's right. Uh, but both worthwhile. I, yes. I, I'm glad that... that um, what I was saying about the first one, whether I was happy with the concept of seeing it all together or as three different segments... I'm still uncertain. I, I think I'm leaning towards a flow on one hour, but the episodic nature, I think, is necessary in mm-hmm. World, of, World Tomorrow. of Tomorrow. And I possibly would have appreciated it all more if there was that break, both within the episodes and not watching it back-to-back with mm-hmm. the other one. It's such a beautiful day. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Although it's got a bit warm. It has, yes, yes, because we didn't turn on the air conditioning while we were watching we didn't. either. And the whole house has, has warmed up. It has, yes. Yeah. Even the deranged cat is feeling the heat at the moment. Mm. Anyway. So, yeah, all up, I think I ended up spending $80 to get these in. Hey, chihuahua. Um, which, as far as podcasts go, um, people have made less for more, so... Sorry, as far as podcasts... People have made less of a podcast for more money, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what you... I'm, I'm not getting your line of thought here. Are, are we going to get $80 for this podcast? Is that <laughs> no, what you're saying no. here? What you People say? have made less podcasts on higher budgets. Oh, 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 okay. 
Okay. That's quite a tangent. That's <laughs> so, you know, and and that included the shipping and yeah. such from yeah. America. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, the I, worst time. Um, yeah. It has always been bad uh, financially to order stuff from America, but in the last two years, prices have just skyrocketed for mailing <laughs> stuff. My intermittent voice work uh, pays me in US dollars. So it's a great time for me to be doing things when they do come up, rarely. Yep. Still not great. No. Don jokes in the uh, Kickstarter update where he announces that things are finally getting shipped to Australia, but they're coming via rowboat. Yes. Which I assume means by a ship without oars. <laughs> Uh, so his Kickstarter is both financing the discs and also and further work. Further work, yep. Mm. Fair enough. Um, those discs are now available at bitterfilms.com. And we'll put a link in the show notes. Mm. All right. Yeah. So that was that was a double header of Don Hertzfeld shorts. And worthwhile. I'm, yes. Uh, I, I'm glad to. I, I know it is an obscure connection, but uh, it, it was nice taking a, a jump back into eat carpet mm. territory. I, I know I made a, a joke about podcast budgets, but I, I do think I got my money's worth yep. out cool. of it. So, yep. good. Excellent. We might move on. Yeah, that seems like a plan. I don't think we have anything to move on to. No. No. So we might move on instead. We might. To this. Pick a film for next week so we can go to bed. It's your turn. It is, and I'm feeling completely uninspired. I did open mm-hmm. the app to uh, to get it ready to shake, and I saw a few things and thought, oh, yeah, oh, I could pick that, and, I could. and then I realised that all of those things are there because I chose mm. them mm-hmm. to be something that I want to revisit, so... I might as well uh, take advantage of the randomizing feature of my movies to pluck through the database and pick one for us. Oh. Ah. Well, the the cover looks blue. (laughs) You caught a glimpse of the cover. It is a film that I wish to revisit, obviously. That that logically follows. And you have marked as interested. Okay. So it's it's one of those double whammy films. Uh-huh. Okay. Buzz in when you think you know what it's going to be. Uh-huh. As one of the last natural humans born into a genetically engineered world, Vincent Freeman has none of the pre-ordered DNA that will guarantee him success. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. Is this film Gattaca? It is indeed. I shall go on. Desperate to realise his dream of exploring space, Vincent assumes the identity of a genetically superior athlete in order to gain employment at the Gattaca Aerospace Corporation. But when a single cell from any part of his body could betray him, how long can the truth remain hidden when we all shed 500 million cells every day? This is a film that I've seen. Is it? Yes. Ah. Uh, high school science. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when when you run out of science to do, right? Or you have 
someone about... I can't remember what the story was behind us watching it in high school science. I'm <laughs> sure someone thought it was a good idea at the time, but... Because <laughs> uh, it involves science. DNA. Yeah. Right, that's yeah. science. We show what... Uh, honestly, the, the school system of, of today... Uh, <laughs> And the amount of justification that I hear from teachers. <laughs> Sometimes you just watch a film. Let's just watch a film. Which I'm led to believe is not a new happenstance. Um, no, but it was a lot harder to do when mm. I were a lad. Mm. As I mentioned, wheeling in the 16mm projector is mm. just didn't happen much. Or wheeling in the one of three or four televisions with the VHS player. Mm-hmm. Underneath, yeah, didn't happen a lot. When I rocked up, they still had televisions with VHS players underneath them, so... In high school? Yes, in high school. Wow. They had DVD players integrated, yes. which... Yes, okay. But they had VHS players. <clears throat> so, next week, we are going to watch Gattaca. Another film about identity. It is, another film about identity. We hope that you can join us next week. If you know who you are and who we are, mm-hmm. we're going to be here. Yeah. Watching Gattaca. Yep. Join us. Mm-hmm. We'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Cellulose Free. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Cellulose Free is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. We keep track of our extensive physical media collection through My Movies, which we highly recommend. You can find links to that, as well as other places you can find us in the show notes. Cellulose Free is a High Hello production. Or something. It's a podcast. (laughs) <laughs> worth 80 bucks yeah <laughs> oh, my brain hurts <laughs> uh, do you need a handkerchief for your head oh, my brain. <laughs> do you need slightly ridiculous glasses slightly ridiculous glasses yes my brain Open the door and come in. You can stop it now. Okay. Is this film Gattaca? It is indeed. I shall go on. Desperate to realise his dream of exploring... <coughs> I've started, so I'll continue. I've started, so I can. <coughs> <Yeah. coughs> I can't continue. Oh, that's a shame. <coughs>